London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down, 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 down. Hey, yo, everyone, everyone, welcome to the season finale, the final episode of the Eurotalk podcast with me, your host, the Polala Master, and our resident analyst, my guy. Dennis Munene Jagul Munyewe. Unfortunately, I don't have a singing voice, but Polala has done it anyway. So, welcome to our final episode. Yaman, yeah, yaman, yeah, uh, the thing went to Rome. The thing went to Rome, the English fans are crying. After all the drama, after all the shows, they were humbled <laughs> by the Italians, you know. Man like Bonucci, Chiellini, Giorgio, oh my God. And we can't forget to talk about man like Federico Chiesa, bruv. Yeah, man. Uh, Chiesa was immense yesterday and uh, I thought the Italian would, would lose it when he went off uh, with an, what seemed to be an ankle injury. Uh, but it was a uh, quite a good game, and uh, I think at the end of the day, the best team in the whole—not just yesterday, but the best team in the whole of the tournament—took it home to yeah, Rome. Okay, man. And uh, before we talk about that match, uh, I'd like you to you know just uh, tell our listeners, you know, who are the MVPs of this tournament? Who was the best player? Who was the top scorer? And all that. Yeah, and uh, before I say that, I'd first. Uh, Let's le, let me condemn the racial abuse yeah, that the three black English players have received, and uh, you know this this thing has it is it's been rampant in football for a while. And um, big up to men like Marcus Rashford, uh, Jadon Sancho, and Bukayo Saka. These are young players, and uh, missing a penalty won't define your career. Uh, that aside, um, we saw the big man himself, 22 year old. Uh, PSG new signing Gianluigi Donnarumma take home the player of the tournament. Um, I think for the first time uh, when we were we are watching the Euros, nobody could know who would take this thing. Yeah, could man. have been Luke Shaw, mm. could have been Raheem Sterling, Chiesa himself. could have been Federico Chiesa, mm. could have been Patrick Schick. Mm. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think many can complain uh, for Gianluigi Donnarumma winning the player of the tournament. Young player of the tournament went to Pedri Gonzalez. Ah, no doubt, no doubt. No, no doubt, doubt. Uh, yeah. He deserves that, man. What a, what a player, an 18-year-old. Mm. Uh, played with so much maturity mm. above his years. And I think he did deserve that accolade. The <coughs> top goal scorer went to Cristiano Ronaldo. Unfortunately, in the Euros, uh, many people have been asking why wasn't it shared between Cristiano Ronaldo and, and Patrick Schick. Yeah, man. But in the Euros, after the goals, they look at the assist and... Uh, Ronaldo had five goals and one assist. Patrick Schick had five goals and zero assists. So Ronaldo took home the gong and uh, seems to be adding to countless accolades that he has at both club and international level. So big his up. Trophy, his trophy cabinet is, uh, is flowing out, man. It's so full right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, away from that, <laughs> let's talk about this game. Because, you know, um, when... Uh, when kickoff, before kickoff, yeah, I went to the washroom, man. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I was in the washroom, and uh, before I could even come and sit down, yeah, <laughs> I had the commentator, you know, screaming and all that. The English fans. When I came out, Luke Shaw has scored. Yeah. One minute fifty-seven seconds. You know, the fastest goal ever in the Euro finals. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I, I told myself, ah, man, are the, are the Italians going to do us dirty? Are the English going to win this thing and rub it on our faces for the for another 55 years, like the Scottish people say? Yeah. But yo, man, the Italians never give up. Yeah, and uh, they proved that, you know, they are the best team currently in the world. Yeah. And uh, they are European champions for the second time yeah. in, in history. So, what went wrong for England, bro? I think, first and foremost... Uh, changing the lineup and changing the system. Yeah, man. I've, you see, with and it's the job of a coach. Mm. I I wouldn't want to second guess um, any of these top managers. Mm. That's that's how they earn their money. And I've never been so fortunate even to coach even a small club or anything. <laughs> but I, I fail I fail to understand mm. how can you change a winning team? Mm. Why would you want to change a winning team? Yeah, even if you've seen something that could hurt the Italians, mm. why don't you just go with the same team? Win or lose, at least you see, um, you you if you win, you are a genius. Mm. But chances of winning when you change the score are so slim. Now, um, let's look at the UEFA Champions League final, for instance. If Guardiola went with the same lineup he goes with, put in Rodri or Fernandinho and everything, mm. and lose, no one would criticize him as they did. But since you changed it, now people, and it doesn't work, so people are asking, why did you, why did you change that team? And whereas the team that you had was winning. So I think, first and foremost, that is where, uh, that was one of the mistakes that Southgate did. Mm. I would have gone with the same team that I've gone with, have faith in my boss. This is a tournament. And the biggest tragedy of, of uh, cup competitions is that it's one match. The final is one match. Mm. You have to be perfect and you don't have to make mistakes. Mm. And that's so... It, it, it's so tricky. It's almost it's almost um, impossible. Compared to like uh, league competitions where you have times you can lose, pick yourself up and mm. everything. Mm. Cup, cup competitions are that tricky. So I think that's first where South get lost. Mm. Secondly, I always like an early goal. Mm. And that uh, should have played to England's advantage. Get an early goal, at least hold. Your mm. game plan is intact. Mm. You've scored. Yeah. Then look for a second goal and kill off the game. So And stay with the ball. What England were doing, it was just clearing the ball anyhow. Kupura, Kupura. Yeah, so hey, Kupura, mm. we, we, we call it uh, locally. Mm. So these guys were just clearing the ball. And you see, in football, the best way to defend to attack and mm. is to have the ball mm. when you have the ball the opponent can't hurt you so when they were clearing the ball these guys were building you come and it again you pass mm. pass around create chances so that's that's um that was uh, the english uh, the englishman undoing and uh, lastly i think southgate's substitutes were not bold enough so just uh, hold on on, yeah. the, on the substitutes uh, issue we'll talk about that um Later on, okay, okay. you know, when discussing the penalties, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Southgate, but I feel like you know when the game started, you know, is a new formation, you know, uh, trying to use the wing backs. It kind of worked for him. Yeah, in the first, true, true, true. In the first uh, 20, 30 minutes, true, they were really in control of the game. Yeah, even though the Italians also had their chances, you know, the uh, Italians were not held back. Yeah, and if if you even look at the the first goal. Mm. When Kane played the ball to Trippier. Kieran Trippier, mm. and uh, you'd see now um, the left back Amazon mm. was pulled towards uh, Trippier, mm. so he had to go and block the cross. Mm. Uh, Chiellini mm. 
was pulled by Sterling. Mm. Harry Kane was pulled in by uh, I mean Harry Kane was in the box mm. and uh, Bonucci had to mark him. Mm. Now the wing back and um, I think even Mancini told Chiesa yeah. Chiesa didn't mark the wing back uh, and that's where Shaw scored because he was so free. Mm. That's why it works for you. And um, one of the greatest coaches in modern time, Antonio Conte, always says that the back three is an attacking formation. Mm. It's not a defensive formation. Mm. And if you utilize it well, mm. then you can score so many goals. Mm. So uh, it worked well. The only, uh, I think if the English hadn't scored uh, early, they'd have Maybe they'd have played much better. Mm. But scoring early, they thought they'd won the game. Mm. So it was all about clearing. And you've scored in the, uh, they scored in the second minute. Man. And uh, the game is 90 minutes. So the, you can't, it's so difficult to defend that way. Clearing the ball or all that who clearing the ball <laughs> every now and then. You can't defend that for 88 minutes unless uh, you're Jose Mourinho or someone else. Or you can't do yeah, Or you're Stoke City. You can't defend <laughs> that way for... Because it's 90 minutes, uh, the additional time in in both the first and second half was 10 minutes. Mm. So the game, that's all, almost 98 minutes. You can't defend it like that. And honestly speaking, England don't have the players to defend. Exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, anyhow, I, I think they played well. But the undoing was, if you score, keep the ball, mm. you can create chances. And you, so if you are positive and you, you, you want to kill off the game... Uh, one nil score lines rarely win the game. Mm. They rarely win the game, and especially it's a tournament anyway. But mm. kill the game. Two nil is better than one nil. Yeah, man. Uh, more is better than less. Yeah. So, um, what would you say was uh, Roberto Mancini's moment of brilliance? Didn't think he had any. Mm. What Mancini <laughs> did was just he stuck to his guns. Uh. He believed in them. Told them we played because you see the substitutes, um, the lineup. Unfortunately, uh, someone like Amazon mm. comes in for Spinazzola. You can't complain. Spinazzola is injured six months mm. and everything. Mm. I just think um, there wasn't a moment of genius because mm. if there was, maybe mm. Mancini would have won the game three, four, five nil. Okay. He wasn't. Just stuck to his guns, believed in his boys, mm. and I think in the end, experience got them through. Mm. Yeah, those two guys at the back and in the middle of the park, a man like uh, Joginho. And Marco Verratti, mm. they got them through the game. I they know. held calm even oh. when they were they were um, they considered early. Oh. They kept their cool and got themselves back into the game. And uh, speaking of Jorginho, yeah, should he have got a red card for the stamp on uh, Jack Grealish? It's it's uh, it's debatable. Oh. Mm. Well, if we are to go by modern football rules, mm. then he ought to have got a red card because yeah, yeah. uh, they always concentrate so much on the follow through. But uh, it was a dangerous because mm. he went with his studs. Mm. And uh, most Italian fans, you know, will argue that he got the ball first, mm. then the man later. Mm. But in modern football, we've seen it. Mm. Like, um, there was a guy red carded. Um, there was a match. Yeah, the Sweden. Uh, yeah, Sweden. Danielson. Yeah. It's called Danielson. Yeah, it was Sweden red carded. Green. Yeah, because yeah, of the follow through. Mm. Uh, so if we are to go by modern football rules, mm. uh, it should have been a red card. Anyway, man, Georgina, no, uh, the st- the two defensive stalwarts, yeah, Chiellini and Bonucci, yeah. man, those guys have added the Euro. They've not been dribble past, yeah, and they've not made any mistake leading to a goal, to, yeah. to, to a shot, yeah, top, top, top. You know, they say class is permanent, form is temporary, yeah, true. true anyway, true. so which uh, which English players do you feel uh, stood out for you 
in um let's talk about the normal play time you know for me it was Declan Rice yeah Declan Rice played well mm. and uh, but um, my best player on the pitch yesterday was Lukshu again yeah Lukshu man i think he was immense and i wondered why he didn't take a penalty he's, he's so good at set pieces yeah, but anyway I hear, that uh, they now call him Shobato Carlos eh, Shobato Carlos yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, for when the english scored I mean uh, you couldn't take it they were all over social media and hey, but uh, <laughs> yeah big up to them I think Luke Shaw mm. for me stood up and also his uh, teammate Harry Maguire yeah, was so good at the set pieces and everything mm. thwarted almost all the attacks so Maguire stood up but for me Luke Shaw I think we should start calling Harry Maguire Mr. Ariel Duels. Hey, Mr. Ariel, hey, the guy is, so, is dominant. Big man. Yeah, he's do, big man, he's so dominant. Mm. And he was a bit uh, more calm and composed mm. uh, at the heart of the defense. So, uh, big up Harry Maguire. Okay, and um, before we talk about the Italy players, which players, you know, kind of flopped. And, and by the way, there's something we should all agree on, man. Yeah. Yesterday, Harry Kane, apart from, you know, setting up... Uh, Apart from passing the ball to to Trippier for Trippier to set up show for the goal, yeah. let's all agree, man. Harry Kane, I didn't see what. I think he was he was kind of off yesterday for the yeah, one twenty yeah. minutes. He he was. Hmm? He Harry was, Kane was off. Unfortunately, Mason Mount was off. Yes, uh, Mason I'm, Mount was I'm, off. I'm, I'm a Chelsea fan, but yeah. Mount was just off. True. Calvin Phillips ought to have been um, substituted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I man, I, I just feel like Southgate got it all wrong. Yesterday night. Uh, that's why I told you it's a cup competition, and uh, at the end of the day, you have. I think what we have to give him props for is that he's man enough to make those decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if most of us, I is a manager's job is a difficult job, mm. but I didn't, I didn't get the Declan Rice substitution. Mm. I think Declan Rice was one of the best English players on the pitch. Mm. He was holding the ball so well, dribbling past the Italians. So I, I didn't, I didn't get those uh, substitutions. I think that's why I said I never understood why Southgate tinkered with the lineup. Mm. Then when it's now 1-1, he had now to change it mm. and revert to what he was using before. Take out Trippier, bring on Bukayo Saka. Mm. I didn't get it at all. Mm. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it's the, it's the life of a manager. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, to talk about the Italy side, you know, yeah. the European champions right now. Yeah. Which players, you know, stood, stood out for you in that Italy team? Uh, I'd begin with the young goalkeeper. Gianluigi Donnarumma mm. and the player of the tournament mm. and uh, for the record is the first goalkeeper to win the player of the tournament at the Euros nice nice was uh, good um their left back who is injured Spinazzola mm. would have been undoubtedly the player of the tournament had yeah. he not gotten injured True. yeah True. he mm. was so immense and uh, missing those two games mm. maybe worked against him there's two stalwarts the wall of rome the oh those guys are they are so good at their age they and teach, uh, the Jose Mourinho said they, they can teach the, about defending at the Harvard university at the Harvard, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they definitely would mm. so uh bonucci those guys were great mm. uh midfield maestro Jorginho. Mm. uh locatelli was good but when verati came back they had to sub him off mm. and uh, their front line mm. wasn't as lethal as such but i think the only man who stood out was Federico Chiesa. Man, yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, so normal time, 1-1. One, one. Extra time, no team can find goals. Yeah. Then we go to the penalties, man. And yeah. you know, the penalties like a lottery. Yeah. You know, you can win, you can lose. Yeah. 
But then a uh, man like Gareth Southgate sees it twice to, you know, just bring in uh, Marcus Rashford, uh, Jadon Sancho. And I don't even think these guys warmed up. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, that, that was the big problem. Mm. Um, he would have brought them a bit earlier on mm. so that they, they, they would have warmed up before the penalties. Mm. The substitutions had no problem. Mm. And I think any any coach would have done the same. If you have a good penalty taker mm. on your bench, you bring them. And we've seen that times without number. Mm. Um, the only problem was that mm. they didn't warm up. They came in the one they came on in the one twentieth minute. Mm. So they just had three minutes. You're not even sure if any of them touched the ball. Mm. But anyway, um if I was Sancho and uh, Marcus Rashford, mm. uh the height, the physique of Gianluigi Donnarumma in the post mm. would give anyone shivers. I don't think that guy is so big, my friend. Six mm. foot five. He's almost like he's he's filled the whole goal post. So I uh, would give anyone shivers. But anyway, big up to those boys. Mm. Uh I I think it takes a man uh to step up and and uh, take that responsibility. Mm. They didn't shy away mm. and uh win or lose that spot mm. and we expect it one way or another. Mm. If if it were possible, would have liked both of these teams to win, yeah, but true. it isn't. Yeah. That's sport. That's yeah. how competitive it is, yeah. and uh, we have it at the end of the day. And uh, you know, I see many teams. You know, when they take their penalties, the star player or their their top performer is always the last to take a penalty. Yeah. But in the case of England, man like Harry Kane went first. And uh, I always like that. I'm uh, always for that. Okay. Yeah, because mm. you see. Hurricane is the captain, mm. is their star player. Mm. If you take the first penalty, mm. you give your teammates confidence mm. if you score. Mm. And uh, the fifth penalty, in most cases, mm. is never is never given. Mm. Uh, I mean, in most cases, uh, you're never sure if you're going to take the fifth penalty. Mm. Because, for instance, <laughs> if Jorginho scores that fifth Italian penalty, Saka, yeah, yeah, Saka won't down. take his penalty. Yeah. So um, I always like that. I always like star players... The likes of Hurricane, mm. the likes of Messi, Ronaldo, take the first penalty. Uh, you see, I most like to take the fifth mm. because of the plaudits that will follow. You mm. score the winning penalty and everything. Mm. But I liked how Hurricane did it. Mm. Take the first penalty, mm. give your team confidence. Mm. Yeah. And most of these English players are young. Mm. Yeah. And Harry Maguire, like I didn't know man like Harry Maguire can take <laughs> such a such a nice penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh People are always skeptical about defenders taking penalties, <laughs> yeah. but uh, what a penalty, my friend! It reminded me of the penalty David Luiz scored in oh, in the Champions in the League in 2012. In 2012 yeah, I mean, and that if you if you saw the replays, you saw that that penalty uh, broke the camera at the corner of the uh, of the net. <laughs> yeah, what a penalty, man! Hey, man, then Italy. But oh, anyway, you know, uh, shout out to you. Jordan Pickford, by the way, we, we yeah, 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 yeah. He's winner. been so good. He's yeah. been so good uh, uh, this Euros. Mm. Uh, did well and tried to keep. And that's that's all you can ask for a goalkeeper in the penalties. Mm. He kept his team in the game, but uh, unfortunately, Donnarumma was good too. So, after all this talk. Do we agree that you know Southgate is to blame and not Kinasaka, Sanchez, Rashford? Well, uh, he takes. <laughs> you see, it's a team sport, mm. so everyone must take partial blame, mm. and uh, it's it's a shared responsibility. And I think mm. I I was mentioning to a friend that mm. uh, the English, from where they've come from, mm. I think Southgate has stabilized that team, mm. and uh, getting to the final 
was as good as an achievement mm. um and i think uh in we've seen england being knocked out by the likes of iceland mm. they've been knocked out by some some very as in teams that are, are but, not but now man but, but, but now you know the, the problem if you check uh, the world cup huh? yeah the last world cup yeah in russia huh? yeah <clears throat> when england lost to croatia yeah it was the same same thing that happened yesterday yeah you know they score fast they dominate the game yeah and uh, i don't know like i just don't know what happens I mean, man you see um as a coach mm. you have to look at the strengths of your team that english side is not so strong in defending they don't have the best of defenders true, true. because um uh the guys like Kyle Walker and they, they have good defenders mm. uh, on paper mm. but are they a good defensive unit i don't think so mm. i think England's um, biggest advantage is in their attacking prowess. Mm. That is what they should capitalize on. They have they have so many attacking players, mm. and you, even when when we were recording our first podcast, mm. you and I couldn't even we couldn't even get half the English team right, mm. especially in terms of their forward line. So, mm. um, I think that's what they should capitalize on. Mm. I think you should always look to play to your strengths, mm. and that's why I was so critical of. Uh, Didier Deschamps you're not playing to your team's strength. Mm. The English are not that good at defensive side so they can't play a defensive game. Play to your strength. Yeah man and uh, uh a message a quick message to Mr. Gareth Southgate in case you listen to this. Uh sir please come to Kenya and uh we have a team called Gormaya the record champions. <laughs> Just come for <laughs> Carry a few a few players from your team come for some penalty lessons, man. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. what's next for England, man? The the World Cup is yeah. They the should... World Cup is now four uh, four hundred and ninety nine days. We have four ninety nine days to the they World Cup. They should hold their head high, and mm. I don't think this tournament would have come at a better time. Mm. I think uh, due to the it's a blessing in disguise mm. that uh, for the England. Uh, that uh, this tournament took one year because of covid and everything mm. so um the 2022 world cup in qatar mm. most of these guys will still be there you have a team that has gelled mm. i don't think there's any player who will retire it's just one year so if you keep this group intact mm. and you have a good chance of winning the world cup but uh, honestly speaking if the euros were staged at the initial dates yeah england would have left at the group stage bruv and uh, uh, also you know like um hurricane was going to miss that that tournament yeah true true true, true. yeah yeah there were several <laughs> players yeah, yeah. who were injured i think uh, sancho or oh, sancho injured too sancho yeah there, there were some players who mm. were injured mm. and uh, yeah it could have been debatable but uh, my biggest criticism of the 2021 tournament mm. is holding it in 11 different venues some there are teams, teams were... there are teams who suffered yeah like Wales. Wales. Yeah, yeah. I I remember there was a Welsh defender who was so critical of Holy. They traveled man from Baku mm. to St Petersburg Amsterdam. to Amsterdam. Mm. Uh, they really suffered in traveling. Mm. So and um, kudos to Seferin, mm. the UEFA president, because he said uh, they won't use a format like that again. Yeah. Hold it in one country, let a team have their base and everything. Mm. But uh, anyway, that the experiment uh, was a failed one. But the 
Euros were so organized. They were so organized, man. Yeah. The, the experience and the working. level of officiating was so high. They held the bar hope, so high. I hope the English referees were watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope. Uh, yeah, I, I don't always like these English referees. They uh, always want to be the center of att- They always want to be the center of attraction. I hope they, they want were to be the, Yeah, I, I, I really hope so. Anyway, so Italy have their trophy. Yeah. And uh, with the World Cup coming up, do you think, you know, this team has what it takes to, you know, replicate what they did in 206? They stand a good chance. Mm. Um... I don't know if uh, Chiellini will still. I I, I know I Bonucci will play. I hope Chiellini will play too. Bonucci, um, it's, it, I it's don't just, know. It's just for it's just a year <laughs> and a few months. Yeah, and uh, you can stay. I, I'm still I'm list, I'm still not sure whether the World Cup will be played. They said it will be played in winter, due to the sun. Sometime in December. Mm. I'm I'm still not sure. Mm. So I don't know if uh, Chiellini's bones will still have the strength. <laughs> uh, and that man is strong. Yeah, bro. but that man is strong. But mm. 36 year old playing 120 minutes. <laughs> uh, Twice in around four days. Mm. A big up to Chiellini. Anyway. And he's always happy, my <laughs> Yeah. I remember before the match, you know, he was uh, hugging Mag- he was hugging Maguire and telling him, Yo, big man. Yeah. yeah. Maguire was like, What's uh, up? I like it. I uh, think he's seen it all in his career. Yeah, yeah. So he's won it all too. Yeah, yeah, too. He's a he's a dope dope man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, away from the England Italy game, congratulations, Italy. Hard luck, England, but you know, keep your head up, Brown. Yeah, true. Anyway. What, what what was your key highlight of this uh, Euros tournament? Uh, my key highlight was um, the Danish. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they stood out for everyone, and um, they were everyone's second favorite team. Mm. Of course, uh, if you didn't support your home nation, actually for me, you'd have, yeah. If, if the Danes made it to, to the final, yeah. I wasn't gonna support any team. Like I was just, <laughs> I was just going to yeah, sit back and if, watch. Uh, if if the Danes would have gotten to the final and won it, uh, what a fairy tale ending it would have been. Mm. But uh, it's life, and everyone is playing to win. Mm. So I think it was um, those guys dusted themselves up mm. after Ericsson suffered a cardiac. Uh, I don't know if it was a cardiac arrest, mm. but uh, he collapsed and everything. It was it was so um, it was mentally challenging mm. to step up again and go on the pitch. And they went to the pitch the same day. Mm. They lost to Finland. They lost again to, to Belgium, Belgium, but then dusted themselves up. Mm. They walloped uh, Russia. They walloped um, was there was Wales. Yeah, Wales. Was it Wales? Yeah. yeah, stood up against. Um, there was a team, the Czech Republic, Czech Republic. and uh, lost by the narrowest of margins. They were robbed. They were robbed. I, and uh, it was controversial. <laughs> yeah. So uh, big up to the dance. They were my uh, highlight of the tournament. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, and I think they they should if UEFA has uh, the fair play award should, should go to the dance yeah, yeah. and especially the captain Simon Kier. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, should we state our team of the tournament or we'll put Yeah, it we, up should. On, on we should. We should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, let's let's put it up. Let's let's start with you. Dona 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 <laughs> Of course it's Dona Roma Brav then yeah. uh, Bonucci yeah. Chiellini. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Uh, should I give Trippier or who? Trippier? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll give it to Trippier. Okay. Then Georgi. Uh, Jorginho. Okay. And uh, who should I play Jorginho with? There are players. You can look at the Danish players. Mm-hmm. Hoiberg. Yeah, Hoiberg. Damsgaard. No, Hoiberg. Hoiberg. Yeah, Hoiberg. Yeah. I, I like him because of, you know, his strength and... Uh, and uh, what he brings up, what he brings into the game, like he's an all-round player. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, those are four, five, six, seven. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you still have a number ten wingers mm-hmm. and a striker. Wingers, 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 wingers. I'll give Raheem Sterling. Yeah, uh, I'll give Raheem Sterling. Yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. I'll give Raheem Sterling, even though. He was more of an actor, but he's a, he's <laughs> he, a, he deserves it. Yeah, he's, he deserves been it, one of the best Yeah, he's, he's been one of the he's been one of the best players of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Kiesa. Yeah, Kiesa. Um, Kiesa can't miss in my team. Yeah, you have two more to go. And of course, I'll bring in Ronaldo. Yeah, top scorer. I'll, I'll, I'll bring in Ronaldo and finish with Hurricane, bro. Okay, mm. I'll go with uh, Donnarumma. Mm. Fullback two, I'll go with uh, Joachim Maile, mm. the Danish, who's yeah. playing at wing back. Mm. Uh, but since he's right footed, I'll put him on the right. Mm. Luke Shaw on the left. Mm. Uh, my centre back pairing, the, the two Italian stalwarts, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cellini and Bonucci. Yeah. Uh, my midfield, mm. I'll go with um, Joguinho. Mm. Uh, in front of Joguinho, I'll go with uh, Mikel Damsgaard. Mm. And. Um, after Mikel Damsgaard, I'll go with Pedri. Mm. So that's my midfield uh, three. Mm. And the wing, Rahim Shakil Sterling mm. and Federico Chiesa. Mm. And uh, up top, I go with Patrick Schick. Schick. <laughs> ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, yeah, man. So I think we are done. And uh, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for riding with us all through from episode one to episode six and now our season finale you know we've we've done seven episodes and you guys have been there with us you know listening to our to us talk our 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 shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah across spotify audio mark and everywhere you guys have been listening through and of course reading our stories our articles on our website www.sportsplugke.co.ke man so what do we give them next we are done with the euros the transfers are here, and uh, I think we should keep doing this podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, we will, we will, and they should check out on our next episodes. We'll be in there with the with the uh, transfer mm. and all happening uh, across the footballing world, yeah. and even locally, some leagues in Africa. We'll we'll be talking about this and much more. So our listeners should stay tuned. Yeah, man, big up everyone who's been listening. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We love you all. And yo, keep it Sports Black KE across all our social media platforms. Congratulations, Italy, and hard luck, England. Until next time, this has been the Euro Talk Podcast, and I've been your host, the Pulala Master. And uh, I've been uh, Dennis Munene, Jagol Mwenyewe, and uh, remember to follow us across all our sh- social media platforms Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, as Sports Plug KE. Keep it Sports Plug. Bo! Yo!